The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network, found in cyberspace at BICBP-radio.com. special edition of Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Uh, my name is Sean Fritz, one of your co-hosts, joined by my co-host. Christian Ingram. Hey, Christian. Known as the Power Rangers guy on YouTube.com. Yay. Today we have a very special guest, the star of my, uh, my Life After Power Rangers, Noah Barron. Hey, Noah. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us today. Of course. I'm happy to be here. This is going to be fun. Uh, yeah. I'm just from chatting beforehand. Very much so. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. <laughs> so, as I said, uh, Life After Power Rangers, uh, I think it's been a pretty big hit on, on the YouTube. YouTube, Facebook, there's been, I was looking at the views and the comments, and everybody seems to love it. I loved it. Yeah, I thought, Thank you. I thought it was great. You. Can you give just a very brief summary of the series? I know it's 30 minutes of someone's life to watch. Uh, 30, 30 very good minutes, by the way, and not just to pander. pander. pander? Yeah. Yeah. Not just to stroke your ego, but if could you just give a real brief, you know, thirty second teaser to for someone who hasn't seen it? Yeah, I'll do less than thirty seconds. It's basically ask the question of what happens to a Power Ranger once they are no longer needed but still stuck inside of the suit, and then it explores that. I mean, that's that was our original idea, and we kind of just went from there. So speaking to that, you said we who, who's involved in your in your writing team? Yeah. So actually, fun fact: none of it was written. It was all improv. Oh. Um, yeah, so J. Diaz awesome. is a very good friend of mine, and he was the shooter, editor, director, sound guy, lights, co-creator, I guess co-writer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll get into it, but basically there was nothing written. We never had a script for anything. Um, it was all flying by the seat of our pants, figuring out what to do next, and you know, talking for 15, 20 minutes the day before a shoot, coming up with whatever we're going to shoot. Me casting it, me getting the locations, me doing all the props, me doing whatever I need to do, and then we just did it. So it was almost like a, a Christopher Guest movie. Here's where we need to get yeah. to. Let's go. Yeah, pretty much. That's I would honestly, I, I would have never guessed in in watching it. It seemed very, you know, it acted very well, but also not rote, not not stiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of how Jay likes to work. I've worked with him a few times. He's, he's a pretty successful guy, and he's really brilliant. And he believes in casting and then just letting the actors do their thing. So that's kind of what we did. He was the guy that was the acting coach in the, the scene where you were breaking down. Was that him? That was actually Anthony Gilardi. That was my real-life acting coach okay. and, and friend and brother and all the above, mentor. Um, Jay, you never saw. He was behind the camera. He was the one who was genuinely asking, like, is everything okay? Or was like, oh yeah, I think that's it. We got it. Anything you heard from behind the camera, that was Jack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He was just playing the opposite side. Yeah. And he like, he's an enigma because you can't like, he doesn't post about himself on his Instagram or anything. You can find photos of him on the internet, but he doesn't, he's very much behind the camera kind of guy. Okay. So where did the concept come from? I got a text one day from Jay and he said, have you ever thought of doing a, Power Rangers mockumentary. 
And I hopped on a call with him right away because he's the kind of guy where it's like, hey, I want to shoot something. And I'm just like, tell me where and when. Mm -hmm. And he's the only person like that in the world that I do that to because I know how brilliant he is um, and how efficient he is. So he texted me that. We hopped on a call. We talked for like 20 minutes. And I was like, dude, if you're serious, I will order a suit right now. I will do a custom-made suit. It's 200 bucks. I will order it. I already have the helmet. You just tell me if you want to do it. And he was like, let's do one, and we'll see how it goes. So I was like, okay. And I got off the phone, Googled it, and bought the suit. That's pretty much all we talked about. Where did the suit come from? I Googled a place. I found a place in China. And then they were like, okay, send us your exact sizes. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, or just say like what, you know, small, medium, large. But I had tape measure. And I was like, okay, here you go. And I sent off my exact specifications. And, and the helmet, if, I, if I'm... Uh judging my toys well enough is that the toys r us helmet yeah i don't know if it's toys r us or if it's just like the mass produced one mm -hmm. um i think my mom got it from big bot big bad toy store toy shop mm -hmm. it's called toys R. um a couple years ago for christmas oh, nice. mom was like, what do you want and i was like this and she was like no you're an adult <laughs> and i was like okay and christmas got closer and I, she was like what do you want and i was like this and she was like you're an idiot but okay <laughs> <laughs> that's uh yeah that's the a... best thing to get for christmas is power ranger stuff yeah, though I know. I know that's where i got my legacy morpher same same for my mom i was like mom this is what i want she's like what is wrong with you i got a i got an sh figure for christmas one year that's nice oh yeah it was the it was it wasn't the pink one it was the yellow one but i was i was still pretty excited about it because that one's still hard to come by and i wasn't against it i don't have any of those well, i'll sell you all of mine if you'd like Okay, for free. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. You heard, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna quote you. A hundred percent off. I think we'll roll the tape back where I said I didn't say Man. for free. Christian heard it. I don't know. That guy's against me. I heard it. Um, See, there. Am I though? Wait, what did I just miss? Am I? Did he just say you're his favorite? Huh? I don't. I don't like where this is going. What? <laughs> so. Just some of the highlights from from I think everybody's seen it by now. The uh, the Green Ranger riding on one of those stupid electric scooters. Was that just one of those matter of convenience? Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Holding. Do you think that you riding that scooter has something to do with them having the San Diego Comic Con exclusive Green Ranger scooter this year? Dude, when that came out, so Jay is not a Power Rangers fan, nor does he know like anything about them. I had to kind of be like, this is who this is. This is how this makes sense. This is why this is this. And when that came out, I sent it to him. I was like, what the hell? I don't think it has anything to do with us. That must have been in production for a long time. But when I saw that, I was freaking out. I, I literally, like, right before we jumped on this, I just tweeted out. So I made a GIF of me riding that scooter that just says, when your Zord is in the shop. <laughs> and it's, like, one of the top <laughs> on tenor. So I just tweeted it out before this started. And that's... That's it. Nice. It's really That funny. is brilliant and fantastic. Yeah. I made that right after we shot the pilot. I was like, I could make this one photo or GIF go viral if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't want to waste that on, like, I want that to be the series. Like, I want people to watch the actual series, not just this one throwaway. But, yeah, I don't think it had, a, I don't think it had to do with it. Um, but that came about because that was one of the things we talked about beforehand. We were actually going to shoot that in Santa Monica with, like, a sunset shot. Mm -hmm. 
but then just with timing and the way we were cutting the first episode, a lot of stuff got cut out. Like we had tons of stuff about me collecting my own figures in the back. Like my about <laughs> I make duct tape art and we didn't really talk about that. Like I personally do. And I have it up Power Rangers. So we talked about that. We cut a lot from the pilot. I, um, is this going to be in B-Real released anywhere? I, I think I have to see all these. I was just texting Jay before this and I was like, I want to do a bloopers of like the things. And he was like, no, and I was like, okay, mm. I want to, I want to get one out, but I don't, I don't think it's if you want to leak it, we'll be your, Maybe. We'll be your source. He has everything. Oh. I know. I was like, I'll edit it. Just give it to me. I don't know. Maybe I'll get it one day. I hope to. He said we don't have any bloopers. I don't believe him. That's, Everybody has bloopers. That's, like that's, I, I, I really loved the, the um Power Ranger bloopers back in the day when they would air them after. My favorite part of TV show, like the Office bloopers, I could watch for hours. The Office is a series <laughs> of bloopers, isn't it? More or less, yeah. but it you, seems like uh, it. Like when they can't keep it together. Oh yeah, so great. No, I, I just, uh, I just love that that stupid little scooter because I th- it was it within the last year I saw that South Park episode where those scooters just showed up in in South Park and. Mr. Gar- or was it Mr. Mackey threw him off the off a cliff, and then they just showed back up. That's funny, like a horror movie. Yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere in Los Angeles. They're getting rid of them in Raleigh, actually. Really? They were here, and then they're like they're just laying on a street. Yeah. Wow, they're, I didn't know that. They're everywhere. Yeah, I, I, like I just pulled up YouTube. You search for Life After Power Rangers, and there's episode one. It's just you. I'm assuming it's you in the suit. Did you have a stunt actor in the suit? No. <laughs> it was very much just me and Jay doing everything. It was pretty insane how we did it. I think if people understood what we did, they would respect it more. I'm not that it's not respected, but I think it would kind of bring it to a whole other level if it, if people realized how we how we did it. In in what way? Just that we had no scripts, we had no crew, we had no casting directors, we had no editor, like we had nothing. Mm-hmm. We had no budget. It was just Jay and I trying to figure out what a good story would be and us shooting out of order. Uh, I couldn't get a haircut the whole time because we would shoot like parts of episode five and then we'd be shooting episode two. And yeah, it was just, it was unlike anything I've created before. Like when you're on a real set, you know, there's 500 people working there. There's extras. There's crew members. There's cast. There's everything. It's a whole process. But this was just like run and gun there's, to the end. There's a plan when you have other people involved, but because you guys were just doing guerrilla filming, kind of like two buddies would just film back with Super 8 cameras, just yep. screw around and oh, this looks great. Let's do it different next time tomorrow. Exactly. We didn't have any locations. We didn't have any. Permits, I mean, the locations we got were pretty solid, mm-hmm. and that was me just going in and trying to, like, woo people and be like, hey, this is me, this is me in the suit, I look like an idiot, can <laughs> we come here and shoot here for five minutes, and we'll give you a thank you in the credits, and everyone besides one said yes. Really? Yeah. One no is, that's pretty good. It's pretty wild. A lot of the places I knew, because I was either customer there, or I I'd done some kind of social media stuff for them before. Um, the one place that said no was my barber shop because, again, I really wanted a haircut, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't make it wouldn't make sense that I just had a haircut. So I was trying to have one of the cold openings be me getting a haircut, and they were like, <laughs> "No, not happening." I was like, <laughs> That's funny. well. So, so none of the other actors 
were they weren't just friends that you called a favor in with they were people that you cast or or who who were they yeah both so everyone who was in it was a friend of mine cool um and an actor as well mm -hmm. i have a lot of very talented friends i run an acting studio in hollywood called anthony gelardi acting studio which is where we did those films mm -hmm. i run that acting studio with anthony i'm the office administrator for it um so that's why i could call him that favor but all almost all those actors are either in the studio or have worked with jay before or i've worked with before okay so so um, that's your background acting or is it is it do you have a, a night job versus your day job no not right now i uh I, I run the acting studio. I produce uh, some online content for different companies, like you know, digital stuff for Pepsi or Marriott or the Kardashians, like things here and there, like that kind of freelance. Mm -hmm. um, I work for uh, an MCN, which is a YouTube multi-channel network, mm -hmm. which represents like a manager for other companies, YouTubers, um, and then acting, and then yeah, producing. And I get a lot of editing gigs here and there, and some filming gigs, but. That's, I mean, there's like random stuff here and there. Sometimes I speak to classes about acting, the business of acting, but I'm, I'm full-time in the industry at this point. I have been for like three years. Very cool. Christian, do you have anything to add? Uh, any other things that I didn't uh, touch on? Um, I'm just wondering people's reaction when they saw you in the suit, like walk in with the helmet on. Yeah, it was, it, it was hit or miss because it's Hollywood, so it's not... Like, in one part, it's weird that I'm wearing the spandex suit, but in another, it's not at all because this is L.A. Um, on the scooter, a lot of people were looking at me and, like, taking photos. Uh, a lot of people asked to take photos with me and, like, with and without the helmet on. Um, other people would just laugh or smile. Some made a comment. I would have a conversation with them about it. But it got to a point, like, towards the end where... Like, there was, like, a kids group, like, doing Duck, Duck, Goose or something on the dock when we were filming the boat scene with Blue. And they were all, like, the Green Ranger. And, like, I high-fived them. And uh, But towards the end, it was, like, totally normal that I was wearing this. I was a little self-conscious at first. But then, you know, a month into it, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I feel that. I mean, I don't know. I just ordered a costume for myself. You Have you ever heard of a, a Niki? Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, I just ordered a costume from them, so I'm trying to work out to make sure I look good in it. But you looked really good in the suit. I was like, "Hey, man, I, like, man, I hope I look like that in my suit." Thank you. Did you get uh, weird looks at the gym when you went there, or was it just, <laughs> eh? Yes, I did. But also, that was my gym. Um, <laughs> okay. So again, so like calling like the gym owner. He and I train every day together in exchange for me helping them with social media stuff. Mm. So when I told him, I was like, hey, can I come in and shoot for 10 minutes in a ridiculous Spanish suit and I'll give you a thank you at the end? And he was like, sure, it's a mom and pop gym, he didn't care. And that ended up being on ABC. So whether that helped him or not, probably didn't, but it's like he got national coverage. For free. Because 10 minutes, yeah, exactly. And comicbook.com wrote a couple articles about it mm -hmm. and they, they referenced his gym, Alive Fitness, in both. So, like, there was news alerts for Alive Gym, which I think is pretty rad for him. Yeah, I saw comicbook.com's articles, and yeah. I was like, damn, that's really impressive. I was like, this is blowing up. Well, here's the thing about me. I'm a crazy person, <laughs> and I'm very passionate and very A-type. 
So when I do it, I do 100%. I went through crazy routes to get the information to comicbook.com. And I went routes that a lot of people wouldn't. So I looked up who wrote the most recent article about Power Rangers. I found them on Twitter. I followed them. I tweeted to them and I messaged them. After a couple of weeks, he got back to me and he was like, hey, I'll check it out. And then I kept harassing him and being like, hey, check it out. And then I was like, hey, we got the blue and black ranger. Check it out. And he finally did. And from there, he shared the videos on Facebook to his 200,000 followers on comic book, the Power Rangers comic book page. Didn't track very well, but I think that that page doesn't do very well. Um, but yeah, then he wrote those articles and both of those helped with the views and subscriber count a, a decent amount. I can respect that because I'm, I'm the same way. When I want to get something out there or like try and get an interview with someone, I go to every route I can to try and get to them. Like uh, when I was trying to get on a panel for Fayetteville Comic Con, um, this was last year, I was trying to contact Kiergan, who, who has no social media whatsoever. So I had to find out who his manager was, yep. find his manager, find the page, message the page. And he, I was like, so you mind contacting Kerrigan asking him this? And he was like, oh, I'm good friends with him. It's fine. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then I didn't even get to do the panel. And I was like, well, that was wasted time. You got to be risky like that. A lot of people, uh, I told a lot of people about like how I got people. And they were just like, I would never do that. I'm like, what's there to lose? See, that's, that's my issue with a lot of people. The worst thing people can say is no. Mm-hmm. Or not respond. That's it. Yeah, I, I message so many people trying to get them as guests or trying to like do something with them, and they don't respond or they say no. Okay, move on. That's about right. it. That's but your people, answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are so scared to reach out and like try and get somewhere or get somewhere with someone or talk to someone. I'm like, you can't be like that. I agree. I agree completely. That's how that's how this whole thing happened and came about. Is, is that how you uh, got in touch with Walter and David? Yeah, so, again, I'm a crazy person. Um, I I was tagging them in, like, all the posts leading up to it, and then once the pilot came out, and sent it to all of them and tried to get in touch with all of them, David had responded to something once, like a story. So then I went from his... I know that, you know, the way Instagram works is there's an other box and there's an inbox. So, like, if you've never communicate with them it goes to the other box so i knew i was in his inbox so i knew if i messaged him he would get it i messaged him asked him to check it out and he didn't i don't think he did and then i had all of my friends i texted like six of my top friends and i was like go tag the original you know five rangers it right now and say something so they all copy and pasted what i said via text and then one of my friend charlie he said hey hey david i'm gonna be blue ranger in this guy's wedding please check it out because he is is the boutonniere for my wedding on saturday um by the time this comes out i'll probably be married which is insane but he's the blue ranger so he had that connection and he reached out and from there david reposted the photo of the scooter and he said like something similar like rolling into the weekend like dot 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 and like Jason David Frank like, commented on it, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I reposted it. I, I retweeted it. I was freaking out. I, and I was like, I thought that was the extent of the coolness. And then it was one of those things where I just messaged him. I was like, hey, man, this sounds insane. Would you want a cameo? And he was like, yeah, I'm always up for it. What are you thinking? I was like, what? So that happened. And then after we shot with him, and we can go into that more if we want, but – 
after we shot with him, a buddy of mine, Al, he saw me post about it. He reached out. He was like, hey, I know Walter. Like, we do salsa dancing together. Wait, hold on, talk. hold on. This friend that you know just then told you that he knows Walter. Like, it's, well, it's a big secret? Like, I don't think he knew that I was doing this thing, nor did he know I'm Power Rangers fan, because I don't... I'm not very, I'm pretty vocal about it. If people like follow my stuff, they'll mm-hmm. see it. But I'm not like, not everything is Power Rangers for me. Um, but yeah, he, he, he saw that and he was like, oh, I didn't know you were doing this. Like, do you want me to get you in touch with Walter? And then he gave me Walter's number. And Walter was, he was like, Walter knows you're going to call. Give him a call. Called Walter, spoke him for 20 minutes. He was in. And yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. I still can't believe it. I genuinely still can't. Like, I text with David. Like, I message with him. He did a live video the other day, and I, like, commented. And he started laughing, and he, res- he responded and started talking about Life After Power Rangers on his live stream. And, like, I think it's still his, on his Instagram, it's his uh, website. So if anyone goes to it, they'll play the whole series of Life After Power Rangers. It's really awesome, because me and uh, Sean are actually going to meet David, what, in, uh, this month? Yeah, at the at, end of the uh, month? GalaxyCon Raleigh. David will be here, and I think you just posted about I, that. I don't know. Uh, probably, I I haven't yeah. looked on Instagram in a little while. Yeah, but yeah, so we're gonna meet him, and uh, like his cameo in in Life mm-hmm. After Power Rangers, I was like, I first off, affirmative. I was like, all right, well, that's pretty cool. Affirmative. Oh. Uh, was it affirmative action wear? Is his clothing line? Yep. Yeah, it, is it? it uses, I didn't uh, know that. There's a T-shirt really cool. that you would like, Christian. It, it makes the um, a couple of the different Zords. I think there's some individual shirts as well, but they use hard lines, almost like they're they're hard white lines, but they're like ecliptor in the way that they make shapes. Yep, it's pretty cool. It's a really cool yeah, line. I, I love it. I just haven't been anywhere to get any from him. He hasn't been on the East Coast in a while. I love it. It, it was it, I, I, the only thing I wish, and I don't know. I, I don't YouTube. I mean, he he does. I don't. But the only thing that I wish is that it didn't. The the still didn't reveal that David Yost was in it ahead of time. So the episode, shoot, I don't even know. Which three was at the end, in. and then four was more of a an arc. Okay, you. So three doesn't reveal him, right? Uh, not on the. Yeah. Not on the thumbnail. Four, four, yeah, does. four is is you and him. Uh, or, or your stunt. Double. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I actually wanted to reveal him in three, but I decided not like mm-hmm. as the thumbnail. Cause only it's just like clickbait one Oh one. I mean, it's not even clickbait. Mm-hmm. It's truth. Um, but I wanted to leave that for the fans to discover and not really know until they watched it. But with four, I was like, we, we have to reveal mm-hmm. him in the thumbnail or else no one's going to click on this. YouTube and Facebook are very, um, Fickle beasts. So I yes, hear. they are. They're, it's it's a whole game into itself. I, I could have done like when I like I would tell Jay I was like I need the files like give them to me before Tuesday and he would always mess with me and like not give me them until the end. And I'm like it takes me three hours to, to mm-hmm. upload because I have to do SEO tags, I have to do descriptions, I have to do end cards, I have to do thumbnail, I have to do my mailing list. I have, there's so much that's involved on on both platforms that. It's just, it's overlooked. Oh, yeah, no, like, Facebook and YouTube, like, it's it's just crazy. I understand. And, and, you know, now that I think about it, yes, he did. He was at the end of three, and I hadn't seen two, three, or four by the time they came out. So, for me, it was spoiled because 
I was a bad viewer. So uh, apologies. Yeah, Sean Dang, man. But it will be spoiled for other people. But I also believe that that will make them want to watch True. it. True. Yeah, that, that, you're not wrong there. Like episode five has the most views on YouTube because mm -hmm. I think Walter. I, I love the, com not to spoil it, but I, I do love the, the commercial content as well. And, and just wearing the outfit and that subject matter, it just doesn't make any sense. And the helmet too. <laughs> it really doesn't. Walter killed that scene. Walter was. Oh my God. He was amazing. He really was. Uh, he stole the show. I think that was the best. I mean, comic book, Dot com even said that's the best part of the series, and I would not disagree. That scene was, I mean, that was all improv, too. Who came up with hemorrhoids? I, I'm just curious. Hey, spoiler like, was alert. that predetermined, or are we just... Uh, Jay and I did. Okay. And so we shot everything wildly out of sequence. With David, we only had an idea to shoot one scene with him, and then Jay was like, wait a second, why don't we tease him? And then we'll shoot the scene because teasing him will take a second. So we won't waste more of his time. We only had him for two hours. But in the end, he was like, I'll shoot as long as you want. Like, he's like, I got something to do later, but like, let's shoot. He, he, they were both unbelievable. But anyway, but then, okay, so we shot the tease and then we shot the main scene. And it was like 90 degrees. We were dying. And then Jay was like, hold on, let me get like inserts of you. So he got the inserts of the hemorrhoids commercial audition and then me booking it. So I was like, oh, my God, David Yost is now going to be in four episodes because you just did that. Like, that's so, so freaking smart. And so once we came up with the hemorrhoids commercial, we were doing that or we were doing adult diapers. That was the idea. We also talked about actually doing the cat food one, but that was too on the nose. So hemorrhoids took it. And then when I pitched it to Walter, I was like, yeah, you're a director for a hemorrhoids commercial. He was like, that's brilliant. Let's do it. Hopefully, I think this is going to happen. The plan is to shoot that hemorrhoids commercial. That would be amazing. Release that on its own after the wedding, after my little mini moon that I'm going on, coming back, shooting that, releasing it in like a month or two. Oh my God, that would be the best thing ever. Because that was, that was my favorite part. And then my second favorite part was when you're talking about food. My body's a temple. I only put <laughs> organic stuff in my body and then it shoots to you eating a big burger. I'm glad you like that. That was a, a fun collaboration because that was all Jay's idea. And then I was like, like while we did it, I did the rollback and I was like, let's do this. And I think that really helps it, like the, the going back. And that was like a perfect example of how we worked where it was like him having ideas and then me thinking of like ways to bump up the comedy. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts too. With writing, with acting, with films and TV, it's one of those cut to moments. I forget what they call them. And they're wildly overdone and awful. This is one of those where it was actually, it wasn't overdone, but it was, I mean, it, it was, it was funny, which only made it more ridiculous, even though it was one of those, I'd never do this cut to you doing it. It was the opposite of what we typically would get with a standard rote TV show or, or movie. Yeah. So good job. Thank you. Uh, Dissecting life after hey, Power Rangers. We, we dissected Power Rangers in space. Took us what? Five hour and a half long episodes. Five yeah, episodes. Oh my it god, was, that was that was yeah, an experience. We changed the format after that. You were going to say something else? No, I'm sorry. About rolling back and yeah, yeah. So it was before that. Every time I watch Walter's introduction, I believe at the end of four, yeah. and then David's introduction at the end of three, I get chills everywhere. Like still, like 
the the music that Jay picks, the cuts that Jay uses, every time I watch that, it's such a surreal experience for me. And not just as like me doing it and being in it, but just as a fan of like these are the re- these guys are the reasons I'm an actor. Like my entire life is I owe it all to Power Rangers, which is a longer story, but it's just so crazy to see that like this is now my reality. What has this what has the this this short series done for your reality obviously you're getting married that happened before life after power rangers didn't that'd be a weird thing what uh where what has this put you um has this put you on the map for anyone are you uh has someone reached out to you because of it for more than just abc no not yet um i'm hoping it leads to more i think again if people realize what we did with no budget they would be kind of dying for a series of sorts it kind of just proves out that jay and i can create really good stuff so no not yet but the views are still fairly low in my opinion um i think it will have its time in the sun and until then i'm just going to keep working and creating content and seeing what comes do you think the video of you looking at another guy's business while going to the bathroom years back on your youtube page is impacting anybody from hollywood contacting you i hope not i I, that was the (laughs) i went I, i so I went back and you know, when, when Christian told me that you were going to be on, I went back and looked at your YouTube page and that's the first video I stopped at. And I was like, what is this crap? And, but it was so ridiculous that it made me laugh because it was just continuing to go to the same well, you know, the law of three and seven or the Simpsons laws of three and seven. Was it funny after the third time and then not funny again until the seventh? And you're just like, oh, look at that. Oh, what's that over there? Wow. We're like, we're like twins. <laughs> Almost all of those videos uh, are improv. I think 99% of those videos are improv with me and my mm-hmm. old production partner. I, I, it made me laugh. So, again, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Twins. Twins. <laughs> Twinning. 55,000 views now. I did not know that one was going to get some views. Yeah. That, that's a lot of views. That's, a sm- that's on the smaller side, too. We have one video. I have one video that has 55 million. Yeah. That's a crazy one. And then Captain Planet Trailer has 15, about Loved 15 it. million. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't was, had a chance yeah. to look at it, but I'm going to. That, oh, that's man. That's, uh, I feel that is the first thing that like put me on the map as a creator. Did you, now, there was a Captain Planet movie being teased or rumored or whatever. Did you? Was this around that time you did that one, or was it before or after? or? Yeah, so there's been a Captain Planet film in development for about a decade now. Angry Films, Don Murphy at Angry Films, who did like Transform, he did some of the Transformers, he did uh, Real Steel. He, I somehow got in touch with him when Captain Planet trailer came out, and I had a phone call with him. I was on vacation with my family, and a woman calls me. He was like, "Is this Noah Baron?" I said, "Yes." So I have Don Murphy on the line for you. Please hold. And I was like, "What the? What is happening?" And I talked to Don. He was like. Hey, Noah, it's Don Murphy here. I was like, hey, Don. And he was like, I just wanted to call you and say I watched it. It is brilliant. Like, it is so good. I was like, thank you, Don Murphy. So I talked to him for a bit. And then, like, I tried to get back in touch with him to be like, hey, can we, like, be a part of this? And radio silent. We we delivered um, photos with our, our signatures on them. It's actually, I have one back there. You wouldn't be able to see it. But radio silence. Um, Nick Boxer, who is the co-creator of Captain Planet and the Ooh. face of, of Captain Planet. Like, he is mm-hmm. the face. They used his face. Um, 
he and I then, with my production partners at the time, were in talks to do a web series. And I didn't like the way that it was going, like the web series. It wasn't funny to me. We had to do parody like we did Life of the Power Rangers because you're protected by the laws. But I didn't see that as the route I wanted to go with it. So it kind of fell apart. Now Leonardo DiCaprio is producing. Uh, they sold the rights to Leo. And now they are trying to make it. And they're, they're writing it right now. So once that actually happens, I'm going to tell my agent and managers to go pretty hard with that. I think there's a shot that I can have some... Because they must know it exists. I mean, it's the most viewed, like, Captain Planet thing on the internet. Yeah, they have to know. With, like, it having 15 million views, like, there's no way they haven't seen it. Totally. So, oh, you're, you know, we were talking before, and if you don't want to talk about this at, at any length, that's fine, too. But you had mentioned that you went in for casting for yeah. Power Rangers. Did you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. Um, it's a pretty short story. Um, I called my manager at the time and I said, Hey, you need to get me in for this season of Power Rangers. I've never been in and I need to get in for the show because it's the reason that I'm an actor. And she said, Oh, I have a relationship with the, the casting director. Give me a minute. And she called me back like 20 minutes later and she was like, Hey, you have an audition. You're reading for these two roles. I was like, Holy crap. I freaked out. I made sure that I shaved my face like an hour before I went in. Oh like, yeah. Cause they don't like facial like a hair with attitude. Yeah. And I was older. I mean, I was, I don't know how old I was then, mid to late 20s. So I wanted to look as young as possible. I wore a blue t-shirt. I went in for the blue and black ranger. Um, I did coaching lessons with my acting coach at the time. Paid $175 for an hour of, of training and heard nothing. The end. I mean, pretty much but it. wasn't that kind of like a blessing in disguise for Megaforce at least? Because, in my opinion, that was the most lackluster season, so... There's not a single role I could have played on that, in that, in that season. Maybe green, but, yeah, I no. I think my cat could have been an, uh, uh, one of the certain rangers that was a primary color. I think I know who you're talking about. And, and, you know, part we've dissected it at nauseum. I think part of it, too, and it was... Probably the writing, the direction, and the ch and the change. Yeah, totally. what I, from what I understand, halfway through the season, they changed the direction of things, and you know, whatever it is, what it is, it's in the past. It happened. Yeah, with the way the legendary battle went, well, I just it, it felt like they didn't care about the season anymore. Well, Neo Saban. Well, they didn't, put the legendary battle. I could they be put wrong. the legendary battle after Super Mega Force, and yet the legendary battle in Sentai takes place before. Before. The the Sentai equivalent of Super Mega Force, which is the whole reason they go looking for the yeah. keys. Also, something to keep in mind with that season is, um, or I guess the whole series in general, is that it's non-union. So non-union actors are less experienced artists. Not to say they're bad, but non-union is not professional. So you kind of get what well, you pay for. Honestly, that's you know that's a perspective we don't have. So. We appreciate yeah. that because I don't think, uh, no offense, I don't think a Hollywood respected actor, you know, an inside someone who's queued up for inside the actor's studio, a big name is what I'm getting at. Not that you're not big. Uh, I'm not bigger than we are. So they're not gonna give a dissertation about the Power Rangers and why you're getting this quality versus that quality that you would get on whatever. So we appreciate the, that insight because. Right. We're ignorant to it because we don't know a darn thing about acting. 
Yeah. I mean, when we were talking to who was it, Karen Ashley, Ashley or Nakia, one of them said that they got paid more for a commercial than they did for the whole season of Power Rangers they did. Yeah, it's it's not good pay. Uh, non-union, there's no restriction. So the union covers union actors. But if you're non-union, they can pay you a dollar and then never pay you again. There's no, I mean, there's contracts, but like there's no union to back you. There's no union to protect you with meal breaks or bathroom breaks or stunts or anything. You're just signing up for something that could be a monstrosity. Now, do you think that changed with Hasbro? Do you, or did they switch it to a union or is it still non-union? No, I would, I would assume it's still non-union. Okay, because I, I have no idea. I just know that now Hasbro owns it. I wonder if they're changing the way they do things. It's so cheap to do non-union. It is so cheap. And you don't need the highest caliber acting. Not to say that the acting isn't caliber. Yeah, I'm pretty positive it's non-union because I know my old, my old agent uh, represents the current Blue Ranger. And I'm pretty positive he's non-union. Oh, well, I mean, I thought Hasbro would at least try and make it union. But I mean, get, I guess spend, spend the um, least amount of money. Yeah. I mean, it just blows my mind that the current Yellow Ranger was born in 2000. Oh I was like, really? Really? Yeah. I did a video on that because I saw she was born like May 15th, 2000. And I go, what the hell? She's way younger than I am. And she was like 18 at the time. She just turned 19. And I was like, man. I mean, it's impressive. I graduated high school. I ain't I saying nothing, Sean. You're younger than I am. Super young. I, gr- I graduated 15 years yeah, later. You're 23. That's the cutest. I'm, and I'm, I'm 36. Oh, yeah, I am. And we talk about Power Rangers. I love it. Now, you live in California, correct? Yes. Do you know what Power Morphicon is? I Wait, do now, right? yes. What do you mean you do now? Like you didn't before? I didn't know about it until okay. two years ago. I think it kind of blew up. In I, I'm not like, I'm not your typical like Power Rangers history buff like i know a decent amount but i've never like dived too deep into the fandom until like the last two years is like the power rangers reawakening um thanks to my friend chris who actually founded power really yeah he lives right down the street from me and talking to someone my age about power rangers who understands it has been really cool and he knows like I'll text him. I'll be like, I'm watching this episode. Why does this happen? He'll just know off the top of his head why it happens. I'm like, you're a crazy person. This is insane. So when I was talking, when I was talking to him, he kind of told me about it. And I didn't know what fig warts were before. He introduced me to those. Uh, he's, interesting, he's introduced me to a lot of Power Ranger stuff. And yeah, Power Morphicon was one of those, one of the things that I just learned about recently. Do you plan on going to Power Morphicon in 2020? Because they just yeah. announced the dates. Definitely. Yeah, in, in Pasadena, right? Yeah, yeah, Pasadena, uh, September 4th through the 6th. Now, this this is what you need to do when you first show up. you got to ride oh, in yeah. on the scooter. The, gr- the, the Green Hilarious. Ranger scooter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know I don't even know what I'll do or where if I'll even rock the life after Power Ranger stuff. I know there's, like, film festivals there or something, like fan film festivals, so... They have a, um, yeah, it's a fan film panel where they judge uh, fan films. Did you watch any of the fan films that they uh, showed at the last year's? I haven't. I haven't seen any of the fan films yet. I want to. Like, I know that they exist. I just haven't I haven't been able to yet. The top three, in my opinion, that came out so far is uh, Zordon of Eltar is one of them. It's really good. Power Rangers First Ninja, and then Power Rangers Unworthy. Those are all really good ones to start out with. 
Nice. Those are the three I've heard of. <laughs> that, that's probably the one that everybody talks about. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to get a free pass there as like a, a something. A lot of if you're an actor and you have like legit credits, a lot of times cons will like give you free passes as like a guest. So I'm hoping to do that and just like go for the weekend. I mean, it's it's like it's in Pasadena. It's you know a few miles away from me. The people to contact, do you, do you know Scott Zillner or uh, Lauren Stone, I think her name is? Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're the ones who run Power Morphicon. I would just get in contact with them on Facebook. They're, oh, nice. they're really cool. Um, I already have my pass taken care of for Power Morphicon because of the whole, uh, it, it was a situation, but I got my pass taken care of. Wow, I should probably get on that. Christian, yeah, I think, we, can, I think um, we'll, we should probably send Noah their contact info. We don't want to broadcast it for Yeah, yeah, we got else. you. Yeah, that's true. That'd be but, great. So, do you plan on doing like any more Life After Power Rangers, like season two? I don't think so. I think if Jay wanted to or is up for it, I would. But I know he doesn't. It's kind of the story that he wanted to tell, and it's a kind of complete story. Um, it's a pretty complete. Story. I mean, of course, there's like a cliffhanger, but it's not really a cliffhanger because it's not. It's no longer the story we were telling. So probably not. The hemorrhoids commercial will probably happen. <laughs> Maybe a blooper reel. Um, I want to do some behind-the-scenes type stuff where it's like me and Jay talking about the series and how we did it and answering questions. But Jay hates being in front of the camera, so probably not. Maybe I'll do a one-off of me just answering questions like in do a, a suit. Do a Twitch, um, uh, Twitch stream where on the Twitch feed, all you put is the, the you stream the, the video and you just talk over it like a commentary track. I've never... I know... Literally zero about Twitch, but maybe I will look into that. If anything, I would do. Yeah, I don't know. I would just go live on YouTube, but that that's not similar. Uh, it depends on what software you use, because you can have videos playing over and just have the audio depending on what. Uh, like you, if you OBS or XSplit, you can do it through that. That's true. That's true. I feel like, I mean, it seems like the, it, that the series did pretty well, and I, it did okay. It's doing okay, but I don't think it's built up. I go back and forth. Like, I don't know if it's built up this big fan base that I think it might have or people expect it to have or based on the view counts it has. Like, I gained some followers on you know all the formats, but I don't think there's a huge fan base there for it yet. I'm sure that there will be because it, it's honestly one of the best Power Rangers short films or short series that I've ever seen because it's you. just so entertaining and different. It's like, it's just funny. It's like, and I can't believe it's all improv. I mean, I can because you told me, but it's like, yeah. you would never think so. Yeah, my my theory towards creating content is once someone has done it well, there's no there's no way to do it again. Like, Eddie Shanker, he did that fan film, right? With Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever a way to do Power Rangers nitty gritty again. I think that is the end all be all. Don Cheadle did the Captain mm-hmm. Planet the joke one that was our original idea like almost the exact same as like captain planet's now an asshole <laughs> so once that came out we were like in pre-production we were like what how did this happen so then we re- readjusted completely and went the, the dark and gritty way i don't think there's any way anyone can do dark and gritty now because we did it so to me with power rangers like no one's done this take on power rangers in a comedic light with some drama behind it so that's why to me, it was a different take and something that would be fun to do. It's just, it's never been done before. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen Power Rangers like that. I really liked it because me personally, I know I try to take Power Rangers too seriously, 
sometimes, like when it comes to like seasons like In Space or RPM or Lost Galaxy. But at the end of the day, you have to remember, it's a kid's show. It's it's there to sell mm-hmm. toys, but I'm glad to see someone did like comedy sketch of it or like a comedy version of Power Rangers. Yeah, some of the a lot of comments I've received is the same, which is that the show is so like over the top and like childish. And with ours, it's like good acting and like the stakes are real and like we take it seriously. And that's the funny juxtaposition between what Power Rangers is versus what we did, which I think is pretty interesting and pretty, pretty accurate. Yeah. Everybody playing the straight man and, but yet winking subtly and being in on the joke is it's a, it's a, not as explored as it should be. Not yeah. as often explored as it should be. Now, one question I do have. Why use colors instead of names? So, we definitely didn't want... Like, I don't want my character to be Tommy. Um, we talked about throwing in a line or two. We're dealing with parallel universes. Um, because I'm clearly not Tommy for multiple reasons. One, because he's like 18 other colors. Two, my hair color, my look, everything. So we didn't even want to connect the two, like, at all. Like, we didn't have, like, our blue was, like, a hunky model dude who was shirtless. Oh, my God. He is a man's man drinking yes. a beer, shirtless, <laughs> beard. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm a straight man, but this dude's attractive. That's funny. I'll have to tell him you say so. He, uh, he's coming to my wedding. My, my best girlfriend, that's her boyfriend, Matthew Nadeau. So funny. Yeah, he's a man-man, and that's his boat. Like, he oh, lives boy. on that boat. Uh, <laughs> Like, he moved to L.A., and he was like, I don't have a home. I'm going to buy a boat and learn how to have a boat. He never had a boat before. Now he has a boat, an RV, and a motorcycle. Yeah, so, like, we didn't want to confuse the realms. Like, we didn't want to be Jason, Tommy, and Trini, and whatever. We just wanted to be a Green Ranger, a Red Ranger, keep it. It's almost like Minuto. The colors can change. People can change colors. You can swap them in and out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to still be the like the Power Rangers, but I'm clearly not Tommy. Like, we didn't cast it to be those people, um, so we kept that vague. And we, we talked about if we were gonna like dive into that, but we were like, no, let's just leave it as the colors and, and call it a day. Never call anyone by our name. And I think for the most part, I, I went back and forth on it, but for the most part, I think it actually worked to just call each other by our colors. I think it was a great move because it, they're not comparing you to like Tommy or Kimberly or Trini or Zach or Jason. It's just, okay, that's the Green Ranger. That's the, the Red color Ranger. ID when you're like, oh, it's the Pink Ranger. And it says Pink Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that's still that was Jay's, hilarious. That's still Jay's contact. It's still the Pink Ranger. And one. This is my favorite picture of all of us when we just got together. It's the title. It's what the box set photo from season one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 oh and you have it do you have it floating around over there it's behind it, it's in the same frame as my captain trailer <laughs> one. Oh my gosh because i saw that i was like all right this is this is you, your name might change to something sometime soon christian i don't know <laughs> what's no it won't change to jesus <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i have uh people on my phone as different names like different anime names or different actors my friend is the juggernaut because he's huge <laughs> That's Deontay, right? <laughs> no, that's Marshall. And then uh, my friend Jake, he used to have long hair. I don't know if y'all watch My Hero Academia, but I call, I name, his name in my phone is still Eraserhead. Mm-hmm. So everybody, when when he calls me, everybody's like, who the hell is Eraserhead? Kid, and I answer from Kid and Play. Like, pretty much. 
I love but, it. So, what would be your advice to people looking to do like short films like Power Rangers or any other film like that? One, just do it. Um, but make sure that the quality is good. I was very lucky that I had Jay, who was a brilliant shooter, writer, editor, everythinger, director, and we shot on a very good camera and with good sound, good everything, good lighting. Um, just find a group who wants to do it and is passionate with you. You know, find them on Craigslist, kind of sketchy. Find them online, find them somewhere that they have the same passion as you and just go for it. That's good advice, though, because uh, me and Sean are actually trying to work on a fan film right now. Did you watch Power Rangers Turbo, or did you like get through all of that in space? Yeah, I watched Turbo. Do you know who the Phantom Ranger is? Yes. There are so many unanswered questions with him. That's the costume I ordered, and we're going to try and shoot something. And uh, I mean, the best camera I have right now is the Canon G7X Mark II, but I'm eventually getting better stuff. Shoot? But yeah, yes, this is my this is my YouTube camera for right now. It was five hundred dollars yeah. on sale. <laughs> Cameras mm-hmm. are not cheap. They're not. When I was first getting into YouTube, I was like, "Oh, the cameras can't be that much." And I looked on Amazon, and it's like two thousand dollars. And I was like, "What do you mean two thousand uh, dollars?" Yeah, they're 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 not cheap. I mean, you can get. I got a whole kit of a camera DSLR for like six hundred bucks. That's not bad at all. Fun uh, also has a lot of crazy big deals. I've been looking at like Canon refurbished and all that stuff. Yeah. So when you were a Lyft driver, did people give you weird looks out in the park? Like when you had the Lyft sticker, did anybody say anything to you? No one said anything. I don't think anything, anyone even realized it. Um, when I was walking my dog, people did and like took pictures. But when I was driving, which by the way, was very dangerous. Wouldn't recommend that because. Were you actually driving? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we were driving. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was very dangerous. Um, and it was very hot in there. It's, you can't breathe in there in that thing. So like, I would have to break to like take it off to just like breathe and not sweat for a bit. But yeah, no, not a whole lot of looks. I guess everyone out in that area is interested in just what they're doing versus what's going on around them. And, We're and, used to it. Yeah, I was gonna say in LA, it's not the weirdest thing in the world. You know what scene I thought would have been good if y'all had gone to like the Hollywood <laughs> Walk of Fame and taken pictures the with Hollywood people. Sign. Well, the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is where people dress as superheroes all the time. And think about, yeah. oh, if, if Spider-Man got in, it was like, hey, man. I... We, we, talked about, we talked about going there. Yeah. But that place, is, yeah, yeah, we definitely did. But that, um, that world is like a cult. I don't know if you've seen the film about it, but we didn't want to get shot or, like, knifed because of intruding on people's money. I don't know. People are really, what's the word I'm looking Fanatical? for? The, the people who... Yeah, people who dress up are crazy. Uh, yeah, when it comes that's to that how prison company it. excluded. Well, I was talking about the people that uh, are on the, oh, on the Hollywood yes, Walk of Fame. Very, um, very about what they territorial, do. if I'm not mistaken, too. Or is that New York? No, very much so. That's like why we didn't want Probably, to do it. It would have ended on a cliffhanger like the last season of Alf. You just don't know what happens next. Yeah, Noah dies. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> no. What are you doing in my spot? Just take off running. Teleport. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's true, too. Use a communicator. Zordon, get me out of here. Zordon's gone. You didn't watch episode oh, six? No, I did. I mean, it was a joke, Sean. Come on. It's we're true. taking it down here. So when you were arm wrestling that girl at the bar, like, in character, did you let her win? Or was it like she actually won? 
I would say in character, she actually won. Okay. I was confused. I'm like, the Green Ranger? What, man? She, she can't beat the Green Ranger. I think she did. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know, because like this in the, the world we created, the suit does enhance things, so she probably wouldn't have, so maybe I did throw it. But the, the joke was that she just really wanted to beat me up. But so, the helmet's off, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah? That's true, because that's that was Jay's understanding. Like That's why we had some things in the helmet, is that I can perform better, like I can drive better, I can walk my dog better, <laughs> I can be better. Like, I use it to enhance what I can normally do. So anytime I'm wearing it, it's to enhance, like, playing basketball. How long did it take to shoot that scene, though, the basketball scene? It's so funny. I warmed up without the, sh- the helmet. I hit, like, no shots. Then I was like, all right, screw it. Let's just shoot it. I put on the helmet while Jay was getting ready, shot more, missed every single thing. And then we actually shot it. Everything you see was one take in a row, nice. four in a row. Oh, my God. Perform better with the, uh, with the uh, camera on. I couldn't see anything. I was just throwing it up. The way, and the helmet was falling off. It was detaching from the back. So, like, I was just like, I think this is where the hoop is. And I would just throw it up every time. Yeah, because I was like, I know that has to be tough because I have the Red Ranger helmet. And I had put it on. And I, I can't see a thing. I'm like, he, I know he cannot see anything out of that Green Ranger helmet. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, my so- gosh. But that was a that was an amazing scene. You had the what the Lakers jersey <laughs> on top. Celtics. Cel- Celtics. Remember he's a Boston okay. guy. Yeah, yeah well, I'm Boston bad. guy, but also we wanted to. Um, be true, green. good point. I think every team has a um, a green St. Patrick's Day jersey, don't they? Baseball. Do they? they? But you weren't you were on the basketball court. <laughs> if the Green Ranger shows up in another in a like an away team baseball jersey to play basketball. Yeah playing sports yeah. ball you got your football bat with you all the sports um, balls christian i'm going to switch gears here real quick before we wind down unless you had something else no i'm good uh, go so, ahead sean you know obviously we're all fans of the show but you know outside of the show sorry my cats are bathing each other and fighting at the same time i can't well no it. I'm, I'm waiting for them to fall off the box that they're on I'm oh, you're just them. They're, they're ridiculous right now um by the way, I didn't realize real quick that all of these things behind the on the background talking on are mm-hmm. Ranger helmets. That is awesome. I just googled Power Rangers background, and it's it's actually a bunch of Super Sentai and then Power Rangers. I see that. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. I've I've, not, I've never seen this background before. I'm like, all right, time to do a little bit of Paint mm-hmm. .net editing. You know, the, the very few skills I have. Yeah, I it's really cool. Like it's, yeah, I see some Jetman in there, some Change Man. There's some Time Ranger. Anyway, so we're also both fans of the comic that's been that Boom has been putting out for the last few years. Have you read yeah. any of it, been uh, involved in it? Because it does deal with different teams from different dimensions. I got the – so yes and no. No, I got the first mm-hmm. year one book, and I read that, and I very much enjoyed it. And then I sold it because I was like, I just read this. I don't need to hold on to it. Um, it was when I was, my fiance and I bought a place and so we were moving and I was like trying to get rid of anything I just didn't need. So I sold that for more than what I think my mom got it from me for. Again, another mom purchase. Thank you, mom. But that was the only one I've read. I'm, I found a bunch online for free that I like read like in one night, but I'm not caught up. I'm also very confused as to, there's like a bunch of comics now. So I don't know what our boom, what our the same storyline i just don't know all you need is uh the mighty morphin power rangers 
they're up to what well, they just hit 40 I think where they introduced the White Ranger so here's the very brief thumbnail uh, you can get go-go Power Rangers the guy who's writing the Mighty Morphin is also writing go-go Power Rangers but that takes place pre Green Ranger um, okay they actually deal with prequel stuff as well like what happened five days before what do they call it eat not E day that's gears of war but they give a name to the day rita comes which is pretty cool and a little bit yeah. of backstory and it kind of flashes back to the regular to current in the storyline and then back to prequel to the to the show and it's quite it's quite interesting the mighty morphin book is the first first 20 issues are all set up for this alternate universe where tommy doesn't lose the sword of darkness he stays evil spoiler alert he eventually pulls the rule of two you can only be one sith and one apprentice with rita he kills her spoiler i i, yeah. I think people and, already um, know that John. and he basically i i don't know it yeah so that's uh... why I said spoiler in case you wanted to check out but basically evil tommy it's the coinless universe is what they call it where he has stolen the power coins from the muddy morphin team he has merged the White Ranger and the Green Ranger coins, which gives you the Draken, Lord Draken outfit. And then there's a storyline called Shattered Grid that goes up to issue 25, which is his quest to go to these different dimensions, shatter them, basically making each dimension its own standalone in the timeline. Yeah, each season its yeah, own standalone as opposed dimension, to a, instead of everything you know, linear being linear. They're all their own pocket universes at that point. How he goes about amassing this, he makes sentries like armored red rangers, not with the dragon shield, but like. Right, I've seen the, I've seen a lot of the yeah, art for it. I don't, I have my dragon pop around here somewhere. Oh, he's way over there. I have it in my office. But it's it's quite interesting. It's quite good. Here here's the thing that I really liked about it. Kimberly is on. He put Kimberly under mind control. She's called the Ranger Slayer, and her bow is no longer the standard pink bow. It is a double-ended sword of darkness. So a mirrored image. So if you take the handle, two handles for the Sword of Darkness, and you put them heel to heel, that's right. the bow, and it just looks so cool. Yeah, I've seen because a lot of people are cosplaying. Like I follow a lot of the Power Ranger stuff and the images. Like I've seen a lot of people cosplaying it, and I've seen I follow more Instagram accounts about Power Rangers than a oh. human should. Um, you're, you're I can understand the right people here. So see all the posts and stuff. I just don't know the storyline that goes with it, but I definitely, I do need to and want to catch up on all that. And I will, yeah, I will. It's... Have you ever heard of comic Storian on YouTube? Mm -mm. Check him out. He does. He did like a recap of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers shattered grid, everything. And he talks about it and he just reads it and it's a condensed version, but it, it'll give you everything you need to know instead of you having to read it. I'm honestly, I, I'm going to Cape Cod for a couple weeks on a week from Friday, that would be like the perfect beach read to just get my hands on it and just read it for the week. Yeah. This will not translate to audio very well. For some, we have an audio and a video feed, but I'm throwing up a picture onto the webcam for you, Noah, of the pink, the Ranger Slayer. There's her, there's her bow. Yep. I mean, how cool is, is that? Yep. A, I had to, I did a double take when I saw it. I was like, that's the sword of, that's two swords of darkness. Pretty freaking cool. I didn't know it was the two swords of darkness. Uh, I'd, I've seen that image a bunch, but I did not know it, that's how it, it was created. It took me a minute, but it was cool. thumbs up. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's do that one. Thumbs up. I love how you say thumbs I, up. I and changed you do this. as I was doing it. Shut up. Changed it halfway through. You're like, oh, this is a thumbs up. This is okay. I actually sent that emoji to my boss today. He was yeah. not too happy. Um, don't yeah, advice. No. Don't do that. FYI. <laughs> Yeah. No, 
<laughs> anything else, Christian? Do you have anything else for Noah? I just got one more question. If you could change anything about life after Power Rangers, what would you change? The view count. That's a good, good answer. Um, I'll send you a bill for my PR. This probably isn't the right answer that, like, is what you asked, but because it was out of my reach, but to get uh, Amy, Joe, Jason, David, Frank, and Austin St. John in it as well. Um, I tried to get everyone. I reached out to everyone. Email, Facebook, everything, and just they didn't get back to me. And I know they don't live in Los Angeles anymore, so I was also messaging with Zordon. I, I asked him to... De- uh, what's his name? David J. Fielding. Because he, he he found my video and he liked it, and then I invited him to my fan page and he accepted, so I was messaging with him. But he was like, I don't live in Los Angeles. So, to get them. Like, I had an idea that I really wanted for Jason David Frank, but we just we simply couldn't well, get them. we'll see him in a couple of weeks, and I have a little bit of clout with him, as you saw. I, you? No, saw you don't. Off camera, or, you know, before we started recording. Well, tell him to check out Life After Parents. I don't know if he's still seen it. I mean, Walter's, like, everyone's posted about it, but, and he's commented on things, but he has never, like, shared it, or I feel like if he watched it, he would share it. So. We'll bring it up to him when we're there, because we're going to try to get an interview, an interview with him. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, and, and tell David and Walter I say hi, and, and obviously mention Life After Parents. I just love it. They were, they were. David would be there. I wish, I, I wish Walter would be there. He's actually not, he's not going to be there, is he? No, Actually, funny story about Walter. So I met him two years ago, and I was looking at my Facebook memories, and it was a picture of me and him with the Morphers, and I'm like, oh, that was exactly two years ago. Okay. Is that the end of that story? That is the I end of that story, Sean. It, comes a movie. it should become a movie. It might. You, don't, you never know Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. The weirdest things you would think would never become a movie become a movie. Look at uh, The Disaster Artist. That's the same movie that got made twice. Audition for that twice as well. Wait, the room oh the my gosh. Artist. The disaster artist. <laughs> I hear it's fantastic. I still haven't seen it. Oh my god, I love it. I'm like, I have a Tommy Wiseau shirt that says you're tearing me apart, Lisa. I haven't even seen the room though. That's why I haven't seen Disaster Artist. Oh I'm, my god. I know, I know. It's so bad, but it's so good. I love it's, it. Like I, it's not bad like uh it, like they're wing like they realize it's so bad. It's just it's right. someone's vision. Right. It was, as you said, make it good. They yeah. missed that. They made it. They just didn't end the sentence. Make it good. Yeah, pretty much. I don't have anything else for Noah. Christian, do you? No, I'm good. Noah, do you have anything for us? No is an okay answer, too. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Um, if I do, I'll message you on Facebook. Yeah. Christian's the, the PR machine over there. Yeah. Am I, though? I'm excited to be on this. This is my first like Power Rangers podcast, and I'm excited to talk to fellow grown adults who are talking about Power Rangers. It's pretty, pretty rad. So, I mean, I'm technically an adult, but I still live with my parents, and my legally, room is full of nothing but Power Rangers stuff. Legally, yeah. I mean, you're I an adult. House, but that's another story. You know how everybody has to brand themselves now. So Christian has his brand already. He's uh, and I didn't wear my shirt because I thought you were going to wear it. It's okay. in the laundry. He has a he's a Ranger Club is his followers that's what he calls them for the we and we do the video podcast on the video portion of the podcast on his youtube channel and we put the audio out on power rangers in cyberspace clever name because it's on the internet i know thanks (laughs) yeah yeah. go barry go barry horowitz right here that's a deep cut
our brand, our audio brand is the Cyber Scholars. That's clever because it sounds alliterative. So you're, you're, you're amongst friends here. Cyber Scholars. Now, wait till you go to PMC 2020. You'll see a lot of grown adults that love Power Rangers that you could talk to. Yeah, I believe it. I think they'll, be a, they'll even be more gung-ho than I, and that's yeah, pretty I'm, crazy. I'm, but I believe they'll be. They'll be more gung-ho about talking yeah. to you than you talking to them is my best guess. If they know who no, I just am. Just in general. They'll I'm, just be like, oh, hey, it's a guy it, here who wants to talk Power Rangers, right? Fair enough. If they're going to PMC, they're going to know who you are. I can almost guarantee so. it. That's more pretty pe- cool. More people will know who you are than who the uh, than the identity of the Phantom Ranger, if that makes you feel better. This this is true. That's because no one knows the identity of the Phantom Ranger. There's so many fan mm-hmm. theories, but you know, I went over those in a video before, and then somebody told me I didn't know what I was talking about. And you know, you, you need to not respond to the comments like that. But me being me, I'm like, actually, this, this, and this, and this. But thanks for the comment, and then the kissy face emoji. And I'm like, I shouldn't have posted it, that. It was Shuki Levy. That's the end of story. Yeah, basically. So, well, if that's it, I mean, Noah, thank you very much for joining us. You know, of course. We really yeah, appreciate this will come it. Out in uh, about a week or two. So, um, preemptively, uh, congratulations on your wedding, uh, Mazel Tov. And, thank you. Uh, thank you. And, thank uh, you. Enjoy reading uh, Money More from Power Rangers on the beach. I will. And everyone go watch Life After yes. Power Rangers if you haven't seen it. So, if Definitely. You listen to this whole podcast without watching it. Uh, that's. I'm so confused. Yeah, they're like, what the hell is going on? What is life? Who is this? But where can the people find you? Uh, Oh, good question. Uh, I'm just Noah Barron everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. The one thing, if you type in Noah Barron, just N-O-A-H-B-A-R-O-N on any of those, you will find my my fan page, my YouTube, my everything. Go find them. Yep, and it's all spelled up. Here. It's down 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 yes. this way. There. There you go. That's very But seriously, go watch Life After Power Rangers. It is yeah. amazing. I Thank loved it. I really appreciate that. I'm gonna have to go check Jay now. And yeah, I mean honestly, oh. I after episode five came out, I know we're winding down here. My kiddo was with me for the yes, I have a I have a fourteen year old as well. Yeah, I know. What? Go figure. What a life's little plant. I don't have a kid. Your, kid. Um, your older brother is your kid. We were here, uh, she was here a couple weeks ago, right after episode five came out. And I just pulled up YouTube on the TV and I was like, oh, let's watch this. I had seen one already. And this is when I you know, talked about earlier, watching two, three and four and five all at once and having the David Yost thing spoiled because I was not watching ahead of time, right. not watching uh, as, we, as, it, as they were released. And she's a 14 year old. She's interested in her phone and not anything I have to say or do. She watched and she's like, that was actually really cool. So, hey. I mean, for from a 14-year-old to look away from her phone and watch 25 minutes worth of uh, an adult walking around Los Angeles in a Green Ranger costume, that's a, that's that's a high, com- that's high compliment, take- high praise. I will um, take it. So, that's it. Again, check out Noah. Noah, thank you for joining us, and um, I think it's time to power down. Let's yes. rock it. Well, that's when you power up. Oh, it's true. I didn't want to interrupt. I don't know if you guys have, like, a sign-up that you do. No, it, not really. That, we're we're really random. the last word. Yes, it is. I think Noah should get the yeah. last word today. I got nothing. I mean, all I would say is thanks for having me, but that's just boring. I'll think of something else real quick. We're going to leave all this in. It's morphin' time.